0: Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Hex. And I am
1: Eric Garrison.
0: And today we are joined by Kamala Medhi. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor to be here. We're so happy to have you. We're glad to have you. And you are a cycling instructor at Campus Recreation, a footwell instructor over there. Yes, I have been
2: teaching for, this is my sixth semester, and it's my last one, which is unfortunate, but it's given me so much good, and I hold on to it very
0: close to my heart. So tell us about that experience, and, and how have you landed in this role at Campus Rec?
2: So I kind of joined the Campus Rec community my freshman year. I joined Ultimate Frisbee, and I was like, okay, this is going to be my niche here, and there was a senior who was actually very close to one of the people who was running um, campus recreation. And they were like, "Kamla, you have really good energy. Like, you should think about becoming a Fitwell instructor. And initially, I was like, oh, like, that's kind of scary. But you know what? Like, let's try it. So I honestly, I went to one cycling class. I thought it was so fun. We had the lights down. Black lights were on, fun music. And I was like, oh, this is really, really fun. And so I took the chance after taking, I believe one class that I was like, oh, like I am going to audition. And it has changed my college experience so, so much. It's allowed me to find true investment in this beautiful campus community that we live in. And it's just been absolutely exceptional.
1: So what are your classes like? Tell me about that.
2: In my classes, I want to create a space in which if you are a beginner in cycling or if you've taken 200 classes, you go in, you feel empowered, you get energized, you kind of get what you want out of the workout. Because I want to meet people where they are at. I totally acknowledge sometimes you wake up and you're feeling like 80% of your normal day or 60% of yourself or 40% of yourself. and I want to celebrate everyone who walks through those doors, who takes the time, sometimes on a rainy or very early morning, who wakes up, takes time out of their day to take care of themselves, supporting their mind, their heart, the rest of their body. And I just want to create a space in which they are allowed to quite literally flourish. I always, like, Come up with very fun themes. I did a little It's Brittany bike. I did some TV show theme cycle. I like to make creative playlists and create classes that people feel empowered and energized by. And I really enjoy connecting a room full of strangers, being like, hey, we're really not strangers. We're not unfamiliar with each other. We go to the school, or we are faculty of the school, or we go to this campus rec center and We are kind of together in this room. Either the lights are down or in this semester the lights are up, we're masked. But I want to make it feel like a community, and I want people to feel seen. I want people to feel empowered, and I want people to recognize, help them recognize just how much exceptional things that, that they do in the day and have an opportunity to reflect on that.
1: You mentioned going from the unfamiliar to the familiar Think about from the time you auditioned and you were a protege to somebody <laughs> to your classes now. How have your classes changed over time?
2: Honestly, I I think I've found my voice through instructing over these last couple of semesters. I started off bright eyed bushy tail, like ready to take on a challenge and it was very nice having a mentor, and I kind of designed my classes pretty similar to hers because that's all that I really knew. Mm. Basically, I didn't have a lot of experience of cycling before. And so over time, I would—or I guess for the cu- first couple of semesters, I would be in my normal day-to-day life, think of something inspirational that could get me going or get somebody else going, and I would write it down, and I'd quite literally like have a sheet of the workout and then inspirational things below— And as semesters have gone on, I've allowed my personal life experiences and just experiences that I know other people go through and kind of, I found my voice through speaking through my heart and speaking in ways that I know that people can get energized because there are certain aspects of the school that are so fantastic, but then also there has been a present stress culture and a couple of other things that sometimes around midterm season, it gets a lot. Being on this campus. And so I really want to speak to people who, I guess, no matter what you might be going through, I want people to feel like they are cherished, they're welcome, they're seen, they're valued, they are loved. And I want to spread that love and make sure that people know that, like, they have done so much by just showing up for themselves. And then throughout the workout, I want to make sure that I'm cueing things that make them feel good. And it's not just about, oh, go as hard as you can. It's listen to your body, take 100% on the work. But in order to do that, you have to take 100% on the rest to give yourself full time to recover, to think, to work through anything that you want to, or if you don't want to, you ball up anything else going in your life, you throw it out the window, you throw it out the door for the given time. And so I think it's become a lot more natural as I've grown into my role and I've taken cycling classes. And I've taught them and I've seen the things that people like. And I just want to make people feel good and Mm. to
0: feel happy, to feel valued. (laughs) And doing that with your authentic voice. And we asked your supervisor, (laughs) um, you know, how would you describe Kamala? And uh, Jenny Dunphy provided... Oh, my
1: gosh. It was a wonderful conversation we had yesterday. She described you as a catalyst, as a true spokesperson for campus recreation. She used the term fire starter, just getting people, (laughs) you know, uh, going. I'm going to cry. (laughs) We've heard the term, up a a bridge builder, community builder. So, you know, with that in mind, what keeps your drive going?
2: The people, the people of this campus and the team I work with, the FitWell community is so beautiful. You see people teaching a bunch of different formats. You see people in different years of their experience, but you go into a class, you see their kind of unique voice. You see the way that they approach the class and make you feel good. And in our staff meetings, I I get so excited. I think it used to be every single week, and now we're biweekly, but it's that excitement of a Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. to log into mm-hmm. Zoom, or it used to be going to the conference room at the rec, sitting with our supervisors, sitting with your friends, and kind of just talking about all the things that make FitWell great and how we can improve. And I think it has been a very healthy space, especially in my time here, because I think there's certain ways on this campus that people— or that I've been in rooms with people who just continuously want to be better and better and better and better and better. And I think the Fitwell community does an amazing job of acknowledging how far you've come, acknowledging the gratitude, acknowledging how lucky we are to be there with one another, to be present. And it's genuinely a family. And when I first joined, I had no idea how much it would mean to me. And now it's like I... Refuse to look at my Google calendar, like, into the, how many weeks are left in the semester because I want to hold on to it so much. I might start crying during this podcast. But,
1: but you know, going going off that last comment, though, um, yeah, there's this piece of, you know, you're a student, you're also an instructor. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain that, that work-life harmony piece? That instructor-student and I'm sure you have other relationships out there as well. How do you maintain that mm-hmm. harmony?
2: I think... It's funny because I'm currently in Kelly Crace's flourishing class and that's allowed me to reflect a little bit more. But I think one way that I found a harmonious relationship between my work and my outside life is that I really value authenticity and I see I don't see my work as work. I see it as a space in which I can connect with my friends, create new relationships. The different regulars that come with every single semester, like I still text some of my regulars from, what, my sophomore year of teaching. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so fully invested in this community here at William & Mary. And so it doesn't feel like work. Like me sitting down and planning a playlist in a class and throwing together an Ariana Rihanna, throwing together something that makes people feel happy and energized. It's just, it gives me so much energy. I I would say I, it hasn't always been like this because sometimes I would teach early mornings at the beginning of my college experience. I was not a morning person. And so it was kind of finding that. But the second I got to the room and I was with everyone else, I felt so good. And all the tiredness or weight on my shoulders from the beginning of the day snapped away. And it was gone. And I was just with my friends. And even if they don't know me that well, I still treat them like my friends. (laughs) And I can finally evaluate smiles behind the mask and seeing people and seeing the eyes and just, like, knowing that people are gritty, people are energized, people are happy to be there. And so, yeah, my work doesn't feel like work, which is a huge privilege to be able to say.
1: (laughs) Great thing.
0: That is, that is. So what is the biggest impact that this experience has had on you personally? You know, I'm a
2: little bit uncertain about that. I think it's allowed me to create relationships and foster relationships with people in a different way that I probably would have, I never would have intersected with people the way that I feel like people talk about this campus is everybody is one person or two people removed from each other. And through FitWell, I feel like I've actually been able to feel that because my friends' roommates come to my classes and these people that I worked on, staff for orientation, they would come to my classes and you get to have a different relationship with them in which you're able to kind of put aside the school life and you're able to kind of just get to know them as people. And I'm just like a regular person up there. Whenever I'm working at the front of the class, I remind people, I'm like, first of all, I give my 100% when I'm working. I don't cue and then take it light just because I'm sitting up there. I say, we all go through this together because this is an experience that it's rare that the 12 or 18 or 25 of us will ever be in a room together, so let's cherish it. But just the connection that you get with people, putting aside the school life and being able to see them for who they are and for me it it made me realize that my passion for health and wellness is so much more than i thought it was before and i i love going to my classes i love going to other people's classes and that opportunity to connect with the multifaceted members of this community And, like, sometimes even professors would come to my classes. Sometimes graduate students would come to my classes. And I just—it feels so much more connected. And this campus, like, it's like that last little puzzle piece in this campus that I finally am able to see pieced in. And I see it for everything that it is beyond the school life. We're students first, but there is a person. There is a person who belongs here behind that. And I think sometimes we get wrapped up in— life and school and midterms and relationships that you don't realize the people that make this place so great.
1: You just mentioned the life, the friendships, the relationships, the school, all those things. So many of our students have these, you know, really flimsy plates, they keep piling stuff on and on and on too. mm -hmm. So my question to you is, How do you convince someone like that of the importance of classes like the the ones that you teach, that other students teach here on campus, when they've got all those other things that are, are already there on their plate?
2: Yeah. I would first like to say that I am one of those students, and it has been a journey throughout, I think, finally, this senior spring, I'm getting a hang of it. And thankfully, Kelly Grace's flourishing class has allowed me to set boundaries and to kind of figure things out a little bit more. But when I first got to this campus, I saw my heart go to many different places. And I saw myself getting invested in all these communities. And I think it is important to do that. It's important to do that to stay sane, to stay connected to people. But then at the same time, I do think that if I could go back, I wouldn't change anything about it because I see myself on this side and I know how I've evolved as a human. (laughs) But at the same time, I think... It's important to set boundaries and see where you might, if putting so many things on that plate stops you from feeling your best or it takes away any little part of your well-being, then I think it is a time to reassess. And I think the beautiful thing about Fitwell classes is that first you go to a space and you can treat it as a more individualistic space or you can treat it as a group space. You could go to a well class, tune out the instructor, and kind of just go and do what you need with, like, the right music to support you. And if people need that, I thoroughly support them in doing that when they get to my classes. But also, sometimes when you're in the heat of a class and you're doing some kind of jumps, tap back sprints with a group of people, and you kind of realize, like, hey, there's so much more to life than these things that I'm stressed about, these things that I'm worried about, and... Something that I've really taken a chance to reflect on this semester is just like how many challenges that all of us have conquered to get to this day. And there's been infinite. And you have no idea the mountains that people have climbed who are sitting with you, standing next to you, in these classes with you. But the one thing that you do know is that you are all still there. And I think that is something very beautiful and heartwarming. But then at the same time, like, it gives me that little extra bit of motivation because... I know me being there could support one person out of that room. I don't know. It, it just, it's very heartwarming.
1: And, you know, you mentioned reflection. You mentioned, you know, your your start here. If you could go back in time or if that if someone had come from the future back to you <laughs> and given you some messages, either in your K through 12 experience or as a freshman, you know, to sort of help guide you in a in a more healthy way. What are some of the messages that either you would take back to yourself or you hope that someone had brought to you? Uh, back then?
2: I think it's my mom, my sophomore year, actually, she witnessed me piling a bunch of things onto my plate. And I had a lot of heart for all of it. But when she was talking to me on the phone, some point during my sophomore spring, she kind of asked me a question that allowed me to reflect and shift my experience. So I do see it as like a little part of my future that came back and kind of allowed me to find my way. But I was doing so much and I was running around and she was like, Kamala, like, when was the last time that you sat down and you reflected? And I could not remember for the life of me. And in that moment, I realized that reflection is so healthy because you're able to see exactly where you are. And I think I was a very future set person, not necessarily like, oh, graduation or any of that but it was kind of just always after I taught one cycling class it was okay what am I doing for the next one what is this next challenge what is the next midterm what is this what is that until you get to the end of the semester and then it's like oh if I took the chance to be locked in or even just to think about how lucky I am to be there to be here it would have changed and so I think during my junior year but then I guess specifically the pandemic Navigating this year, which is drastically different than all the years before, it has allowed me to just see how grateful I am and how privileged I am to be here. And even just sitting with you all, even though we're with masks on, we're talking and we're connecting in a special kind of way. And so I think reflection is something that has been hard. And it has allowed me, though, to grow and just realize. I don't know, (laughs) realize that I'm here and how lucky I
0: am. And you're in your senior year now with us. So how was your senior experience?
2: It's different, but I am so appreciative. The fact that I was able to return to campus in the fall and navigate Fitwell classes, because for the longest time I was talking to Jenny and I was like, oh, like when do you think we'll be able to teach? Do you think we'll be able to teach cycling at Matoka? Do you think we'll be able to do this and that? And I think senior year has been different, but in, in the same way, it has still allowed for that kind of full circle experiences. I see how I've changed as an instructor from sophomore to senior year. I see these things that I've put my heart into on campus, still growing, still evolving. And so I think the way that I can describe now being in senior spring and uncertain about the next steps, but I am just very happy to be here. I love this campus. I love this community. And even in senior year, I kind of thought like, okay, things would be set. But now I know that relationships still continue on. You still get to meet fantastic people. There's people that I'm connecting with in my classes this semester that I guess, weren't even on this campus when I first started teaching, and so I am just i'm I'm very happy to be here.
1: Oh.
0: Come on, how can
2: we connect with you in
0: your classes?
2: Okay, so the Campus Rec website is the holy little haven for everything. You are able to go to get a Fitwell membership. You can sign up for classes on all the socials. They're pushing the schedule that is evolving throughout the semester. I believe there's a new schedule coming out actually next week for the next month. And there's classes at Matoka, Miller. There's classes that are virtual, especially for students who are not here this semester. And they can still feel like- they are here and still feel connected to the instructors. Yes, you'll be able to see everything there and click on classes, classes open 48 hours in advance. Mm. So you really have to hop on it for some of them. Kamala, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you so, so much for having me.
0: This has been an absolute honor and a joy and you two are wonderful. Yeah, we really appreciate you sharing your experience uh, with our campus and for what you share to the community
1: and the work that you do here.
0: Thanks for listening today to the Ways to Flourish podcast. I'm Lindsay Heck,
1: and I'm Eric Garrison, and I would like to thank our sponsor, United Healthcare, for their support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Brittany Emmons, Colin Cross, Ginny Hellmandaler, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, and myself, Eric Garrison.